everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez. And man, it has been a while. I apologize for my month hiatus. It has been an absolute crazy past month, month and a half since we last recorded and since I last saw you guys. When it comes to this podcast, I just want to first announce again, there's a couple of big things currently going on for the podcast One, since I'm doing a bunch of astrology chart readings, I've met a bunch of wonderful clients. So I I have some wonderful opportunities to expand my spiritual practice. And as a result, this podcast at times, I apologize where it's been inconsistent. But I want to first say that starting this week, I'm going to start getting back to my weekly routine of doing one podcast a week for you guys. And eventually, once my schoolwork dies down a little bit, then I can possibly start adding more guests coming on the show. So I've been reaching out and messaging a bunch of people, and I'm just taking it one day at a time, guys. And that's all we can do. So for today's podcast, I first wanted to discuss and give you guys a rundown on what you guys should expect for this for today's episode. So first, we're going to get into a little bit of some life updates, what the heck is going on in my life currently, and let me know if you guys relate to anything. The second thing we're going to get into, we're going to talk about all of the planets. There has been seven planets overall that have gone through retrograde or are still in retrograde that we're going to talk about and what to just expect during retrograde periods in general. And then we're also going to get into our weekly tarot. So that is all three of our topics today. So we're going to start with just some life updates. We're going to get into some retrograde planets, planets that completed retrograde, planets that are currently still in retrograde, and then we're also going to get into some weekly tarot as well. But before I get started, guys, like always, please like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast or wherever you listen to the podcast. Your subscriptions really help me a lot, and it really helps boost the podcast out there. So if you're a fan of the podcast, Just give it a like and subscribe, especially if you're into and you learn some new things through it. That's the whole point of this of this podcast. So we'll get started right away with the first topic. So I really wanted to give you guys some life updates because it has been a crazy month and a half for me. And and I apologize again for not being able to record consistently like I want to. And over this past month, we've I've dealt with a little bit of everything, some highs, some lows, some new things coming in, and it's definitely been challenging at times, and trying to find the energy and the balance is something that I've been really trying to find, the balance between school, work, internship, podcasting, social life, right? Like trying to find that balance has been a real struggle these past couple months. 
So I'll get started with just giving you guys just some timeline things. So earlier this month, I want to give my sister a big congratulations if she's listening to the podcast. If she is, great. I hope she's hearing this. But I'm really proud of her. She had a wonderful wedding over Labor Day weekend. Um, her and her husband, Nate, now, they are now a big part of the family. And for me, I'm, I'm a big believer in a family, having a strong unit, having that sense of togetherness. And it seems to me that my sister has that and has found that in somebody, which I'm very grateful for and I'm very thankful for to see. So the wedding was great. We went to South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina. It was so much fun. Um, the mountains were beautiful. It kind of reminds me of upstate Pennsylvania, but warmer. And the mountains are a little bit bigger, <laughs> I would say. And uh, Greenville was really nice. South Carolina definitely was a good change in pace for me because it's been a lot of go, 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 working hard, right? Bouncing from one thing to another, nonstop, endless work. So to be able to sit, chill, uh, talk to my sister, talk to now her husband and help with her two little kids over the weekend and spend time with my brother and my dad and his friends and everybody. It was a really good change of pace. But I will say when I came back home from the wedding, all my responsibilities just like hit me in the face. It was like someone's coming in, breaking in and is like, all right, sir, you got to get going and you got to get working. Um, but I will say the wedding was beautiful. It was called a pretty place and it definitely was a pretty place. They had like a, they had a nice cross. You could see the mountaintop. It, it was really nice. It was, if I could paint a picture, I would describe it as you see a bunch of mountains. You see a little bit of the downtown Greenville area and it's open. So you see layers and layers of mountains. And then you have this wonderful, just, you have your benches, you have your, you have your cross right in the middle and it's just center stage. It's, it's, it was beautiful to see. And and I will say marriages in general, especially when you know when the vows are authentic and you see the honest reactions and the crying and the emotions, it can be very powerful and it can be very nurturing to be around. Uh, depending on what you've experienced and what you've gone through, like seeing two people um, very happy and in the moment, it was really great to see. And I know there were some talks about when am I going to get married? When am I going to do this? I know me and my girlfriend, we have our own timeline for things, and we're just going to take our time day in and day out. But one of the things I learned through that weekend is we all have different timelines for things. And I know I've talked about this sometimes on this podcast, but it's really important because it raises your sense of awareness. Like we all have our timelines for when we accomplish things. For some people, they get right into school right after they get their dream job by 30 and they're ready to go. For some people, they have kids early, right? And they learn how to parent early. For some people, they go to school late and they get their PhD late, like one of the persons I interviewed. So my point is, is that we can get in our heads at times with, oh, like by 25 or oh, by 30, I need to have this, this, and this together. But there's no real clear cut answer into what you want to be or what you want to do with your life. You are in full control of it. If you want to have kids later in life, you can have kids later in life. If you want to get your PhD early, you can get your PhD early. If you start in a trade and then want to go back to school, you're more than welcome to do that. There's no shame. There's no negativity when it comes to you trying to do what's best for yourself at the end of the day. 
So just remind yourself that, that we are all on our own timelines for things. You will eventually get to your end goal. It's just sometimes it might not turn out the way that you want it to be right away. There's going to be some bumps and bruises, right? But that's the thing that you need to learn. And that's something that I realized while I was with my sister over the weekend, that weekend. And because now she's married, she has two kids, she's in her early 20s. Like she's learning how to parent very young versus myself. Like I'm older, I'm, I'm 25 years old. I'm not even thinking about having kids yet. I am not ready to have kids yet. I've been around kids all my life, so I know what to do. But I know in terms of the responsibility of being in school and also trying to raise a child, I know for myself mentally right now, I am not in that headspace. So that is something that might be a different chapter that I will get into later in life, you know, if the opportunity presents itself. So my whole point in this conversation, again, is just to have you guys just think about, okay, like, and this is something we're going to talk about as we get into retrogrades too, like when something's in retrograde or you're going through moments where you are learning something new or a new perspective is thrown at you, take some time to reflect, you know, ask yourself, what did I learn from this experience? So that way, you know, you're raising your awareness, you're raising your IQ, you're raising your sense of self. Okay. What is it that I want? And that way you can start getting on that journey to finding what you want. So again, no timelines to things. When it comes to me having kids, that's something I will talk about later in my life. And I know this podcast will still be there. uh, So you guys will enjoy each step of my journey as well. But yeah, you know, so although I might not be having kids, I am uh, I'm in school and I'm working my butt off a lot. So I just wanted to just first discuss that because that was a very eye opening weekend for me just to sit back and just reflect on everything. Now it's been a couple of weeks and I've had some time to, to relax. I've had some time to just reflect. So it's been, it's been a really very, very interesting month overall. So that was the wedding stuff. Now I'm going to get into a little bit of what's been going on with school. I don't know about you guys, but master programs, graduate school in general, everyone, anyone that is in graduate school, I give you Uh, all the strength and prayers, because it can be a lot, especially if you get to your internship stage and you get into just a bunch like your higher ed classes and it can be very intense. Uh, So graduate school, again, it, it takes a lot of discipline, consistency, and it's a lot. Um, I will say this internship, I've learned a lot. I love all my clients. They have shown me so much. They have shown me a lot of different perspectives on how to help people. And I really appreciate them and my internship for giving me this opportunity. But doing it unpaid has been a challenge. It really has. And that's part of the reason why this podcast, I haven't had as, had enough time to record the amount that I want to record because the bills are coming at the end of the day. And I've had to take, I've had to cut my hours at my full-time job to make up for my internship and there's some benefits, right? I have more time to relax, but the, but the cost of it is, you know, like you are losing some money. And when it comes to the bills, when it comes to the extra couple hundred hours, the extra couple hundred, it adds up over time. 
And uh, lately I've just been, I've been doing more astrology chart readings and I've also have been door dashing from time to time just to get those couple extra hundred hours a week that I would be getting from my internship. And I think that's one of the biggest things, right? When it comes to interns, it's, it sucks because in this economy, you have a lot of people, income is raising the grocery store, you go to McDonald's, it's $20. You're easily spending $25. You go to the grocery store, you're easily spending a hundred. Like it's nothing unless, you know, like you're buying store brand, which I'm trying to do and all that stuff. And I'm not going to lie at times this month, it was a very big wake up call for me. It was like, look, you got to, but because I do a budget every month, I had the budget to my budget because of, you know, just it's been adding up, you know, the extra couple hundred a month that I would be normally getting. So for anybody that is in an internship and is unpaid, I give you guys the greatest strength, you know, and especially if you are on your own, living on your own, it takes a lot, a lot of discipline. You have to be 10 times smarter with your money and your decisions. And with that comes a lot of pressure and anxiety. So just, again, just being mindful of that. So that's been another big thing that's been happening this month is between the internship not being paid, trying to adjust to, okay, how can I make those extra couple hundred hours that I would be getting from my internship? And then that just leads right to the next part when it comes to the astrology chart readings. I created a new promo, which will be shown on the audio version of this podcast, but I want to give a shout out to Find Your Harmony. I've been doing astrology chart readings there for two months now, and I can't believe it's already been two months. It's been a wonderful journey. I've met some great clients, and I know as we get into Libra season coming up, I know more people are going to come on in and want to get their astrology chart read, but it really is a wonderful shop, and it's expanding. Uh, We're going to start doing tea and having like a tea section in the store we've opened up everything uh terry the owner is great she's a great person to be around and the the whole shop in general is just great energy to be around so if you guys ever are in delaware and are looking for a crystal shop find your harmony is definitely where it's at i usually work on tuesdays and either saturday or sunday so if you guys want to stop by get a chart reading we have tarot readings past life readings all of it, pendulums, crystals, tarot cards, you name it. It's a great day. We have some great vibes there. So that's another thing that's been happening the past couple months. And I just want to give them a big shout out before we really get into this retrograde stuff, because that's what's been going on since like, why aren't you recording? This is why I'm not recording. I have been in school. I have been working, doing astrology chart readings, meeting some new people, wonderful new people. And also going to weddings. It's been it's been a very it's been a very busy time. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to Texas next week, too. So it's like it's just all right. One thing after another, making sure, again, prioritizing tasks at a time. And it's easier said than done. I sound calm here recording, but there's definitely been moments where I have definitely needed to, you know, go chill. I needed to just chill because it's just been a lot. So when it comes to life updates, that's what's been going on currently in my life. So 15 minutes into the podcast, I had to just give you guys an update because, you know, I miss you guys and you guys have definitely meant a lot to me on this podcast, whether you're listening on the video recording 
or on audio, you guys really mean a lot to me in this podcast. I don't want I don't want you guys to think that I forgot about you guys. Like now, I'm still gonna keep recording podcasts. It's just I gotta find the time where I can do it consistently, and I found a spot where I can start doing that again. So without further ado, let's get into some retrograde and some housekeeping stuff that has been going on currently. So if you guys haven't realized already, I've talked about this in a couple of other podcasts. Venus was in retrograde. It was in Leo from July 23rd to September 3rd. Venus, right, is the planet of relationships. I did a whole podcast on it. But that was a time period, right, where you just think about and you assess your relationships. What have you learned from it? Right. What did you did anything present itself or anything uncomfortable happen? It did. It was in Leo. It went to Virgo and it went to Leo again. Right. So just keeping you guys an update. So that's all of Leo retrograde. That was something that we talked about before I went on my month hiatus. But I just wanted to give you guys just a little recap with that. Hey, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Podcast as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcast gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcast, It's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. The next one we're going to talk about is Mercury in retrograde. So Mercury in retrograde, this is something I really wanted to do a podcast with, and I apologize I couldn't. But Mercury in retrograde, it started August 23rd, so exactly a month ago from today, and it lasted until September 15th. So around last week, that's when Mercury in retrograde ended. But just to give you guys a heads up, regardless of if a retrograde ends, you might either feel the energy two weeks before or also two weeks after. So you still might be feeling this energy today. So Mercury, it'll, again, it was in retrograde in Virgo. So Virgo is the the planet of communication, right? So with Virgos, right, they obsess over details with stuff. So if you guys have any Virgo placements in your chart or any mutual energy in your chart, This retrograde was just an eye-opening experience for you guys where there could have been miscommunications, misunderstandings in whatever avenue these energy is in your life. And, you know, it could have just been a very eye-opening experience for you. Okay, like some things did not go my way. What happened here, right? So again, Mercury being in its sign in Virgo, and this is something to like Mercury in retrograde, it happens a couple times each year. Right. So let's not over panic. Right. But that's something that took place over the month of late August into September. So it's been communication, travel. Right. Virgos are all about organization. And when it's in retrograde, everything might seem disorganized. You might feel like the sky was falling down in your life. Like I'm not on top of anything, but deep down you are. 
you are getting stuff done. I know for me, that was something that that whole month I was like, man, like I just feel like everything is on fire right now, but I haven't missed an assignment. I haven't missed a session. I haven't missed a note. I haven't had any problems at work or school. So like that was something I had to realize for Mercury and retrograde. And once I did, I was like, wow, like, you know, I actually, I need to slow down. I am on top of things. And unless I have a reason to panic, I should not panic. Right. So that's Mercury in, in retrograde. So it was in Virgo. And again, it could felt like you got everything might have been in chaos and disorganized. So just keep an eye out on that. The next one. We're, now, those were the two planets that over the past month that went through the whole cycle. So now we're going to get into some planets that are still currently in retrograde. So just giving you guys a heads up. So these planets are currently in retrograde, something for you guys just to keep an eye on. And I'm going to get a little bit more in detail with it. So the first planet we're going to talk about is Jupiter. So what is Jupiter, Josh? So Jupiter is the frat bro planet. I love to call it. It's all about expansion, growth, and abundance of confidence putting yourself out there, right? Getting expanding, taking those steps forward, right? Jupiter is like the go, go, go planet. So when Jupiter is in retrograde, so Jupiter in retrograde, it started from at September 4th and it's going to last until December 3rd and it's going to be in Taurus. So if you guys know when it comes to Taurus energy, right? Taurus is we focus on material items, personal values right we like the structure we like the we like to do anything that's involving the five senses right so anything we can physically see material items material possessions it could be money it could be it could be anything it could be items you cherish it could be any material right and also your personal values so sense of self right tauruses are very big on okay Let's ground ourselves. Let's get us back to the present moment. What do we need in this moment, right? But it's also a fixed energy. So if you guys have any fixed energy, so for my Leos out there, Aquariuses out there, Tauruses and Scorpios, you're going to feel Jupiter's retrograde involving, you know, it could be good luck, good fortune. But when Jupiter's in retrograde, it could be challenging, so look for wherever energy you have that in your chart, you might feel Jupiter's presence in there. So it might be an unlucky time period in terms of getting material things or personal values. Like, for example, for myself, like I know I got into the stock market. I started in around August and I just put I just started investing in two couple of companies just to, you know, throw a couple throw a couple hundred hours in there. And if it takes off, it takes off. And. I know the long, I'm a long-term investor and I know long-term because I invested in Google and I also invested in SoFi uh, and I'm not going to get into that. I'll, I'll talk about that on another side, side thing. But I was like, these are two companies that I trust are going to have a long future. And right now I might not be benefiting from it at the moment, but I do know that long-term it's going to eventually take off because that is, I looked at the growth models and everything and I was like, yeah, these, these companies know what's up. So my point is, is that Jupiter retrograde involving materials, you might not feel or get as lucky as you normally would. 
So, you know, just keep an eye out on that. It's from September 4th to December 3rd. So just, again, keep an eye on Jupiter retrograde. So as great as Jupiter is, right, at go, go, go and expansion, Saturn is all about hard work, dedication, right? And, yeah, just putting in the work in general. Saturn is like the grandpa, right? Like you're going to have to work hard here, but when you work hard, you get rewarded, So Saturn, the planet of discipline, rules, right? It's been in retrograde since June 17th, and it's going to last until November 4th. So Saturn, it usually goes in the retrograde every year for four and a half months, right? So again, this is is something just to keep an eye on. But the difference between the Saturn retrograde from last year and this year is now it's in the sign of Pisces. So Pisces energy involves anything with spirituality, right? Creativity, gentleness, kindness, right? We could feel that we might not be as kind or we might be felt like we've gotten taken advantage of or we might feel betrayed by certain people. The fact that Saturn is in Pisces, keep an eye on if you have any mutual energy. So for my Virgos out there, Pisces uh, for my... Trying to remember off the top of my head because I know Libra is cardinal. So I know for my Geminis and Sagittariuses. So when it comes to those signs, so Geminis, Sagittariuses, Pisces, and Virgos, keep an eye on this Saturn retrograde. Just because, again, if you have any energy in that in your chart, you might feel this presence more. So question those boundaries, right? So question your emotional well-being, that inner child that's inside of you, right? Like that gentle, kind version of you. Are you being taken advantage of? Is there any check for delusions as well? Because Pisces energy, as great and creative and spiritual it is, Pisces energy has a habit of falling into delusions at times and falling into the dream realm too much. We might not see what's in front of us or the red flags that are presented to us. So just keep an eye out on that because, again, Saturn is all about discipline and rules. So just keep an eye out on that for the next, like, month and a half. All right, sticking to planets in retrograde. Next, we're going to do Uranus in retrograde. So Uranus is the rebel planet, right? It's all about, you know, it's our renegade spirit, right? It's our... It's our our introspection, right? It's that inner rebel that we do, right? We... We want that sense of freedom. We all have that part of us, right? That wants freedom, that wants, you know, to uh, go against the norm. So Uranus is in retrograde. So it's in Taurus and it's from August 28th all the way to January 27th of 2024. So Uranus, it usually spends half the year in retrograde naturally. But the difference again between this year and last year is because This transit is now in Taurus, and it's in the first time since 2018. So think about how you were in 2018. You might feel this energy, stuff that's brought up from 2018 back into your life currently today. So think about it. 2018 was five years ago because Uranus typically stays in a sign for around seven years roughly. So don't quote me exactly on that. But yeah, so for Uranus to go back to Taurus, right, 2018. So just think about that time period. This is where we might, you know, 
face our fears and challenges, right, from how we were. A good reflection activity is to write a letter to your past self, right? So compare yourself to who you were five years ago versus now. Like I know for myself, I was a junior in college uh, and for undergrad. Five years later, I am now a senior for my master's. So, you know, like it's good to compare, okay, what happened then? What? How have I grown since then, right? Because since it's in Taurus, right, Taurus is all about introspection, right? Inner work, inner turmoil, inner turmoil. My fault, guys. Wow, I'm stuttering my words. So again, it's all about reflection of self. Taurus is all about groundedness, getting yourself recharged, right? Staying in the present, material things in the present, right? Comfort, right? So this might be a time period, right, where we might have to face our fears, What is the things that we've been hiding? What are the things that we have been fearing the most? So Uranus, again, is that rebel side. So it's it's showing us a different perspective than what we normally are, right? So for again, and this is another fixed energy. So if you have a lot of fixed energy, which I have, I have a Taurus stellium in my chart. So I see why my life has been absolute craziness this past couple months. So if you're a Taurus, a Scorpio, an Aquarius, or a Leo, you might feel this retrogrades presence. So, and this is the second time I brought up fixed energy. So we have Jupiter in retrograde and Uranus and they're in fixed energy. So you're feeling like that double whammy of energy. So at times you might need to do introspection. At times you might not feel lucky as you normally are. You might feel like, dang, like this is not, I'm not getting the success. It's not rewarding like I want it to be, right? So just keep an eye out on that for all my fixed energy. Okay, because my fixed signs, look, I I feel it with you. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. We have two more planets left. So thank you guys for being so patient and we'll get right into our weekly tarot. So next one we're going to talk about is Neptune. So Neptune is the planet of spirituality. Right. So Neptune is naturally ruled by Pisces. Right. It's it's our creative side. It's our dreamy side. It's our spiritual side. Right. So Neptune is in retrograde in Pisces. So it's been that way since June 20th, and it's going to continue until December 6th. So like Uranus, this outer planet, again, it goes in the retrograde for about a half a year each year. So these outer planets, right, they naturally go in retrograde. But again, this is one of the things too, the difference between Uranus and Neptune Neptune rules over realms of illusion, escapism, and spirituality, right? When it, when it retrogrades, right, it often, it's a much needed reality check. So this is like a reality check for us. Like, okay, like when it comes to your dreams, when it comes to your ambitions, when it comes to, you know, what you want to get out of this life, is it too good to be true? Are you, are you being delusional now? Neptune in retrograde is a good wake-up call for that. Okay, are you on the right track? You guys know this on this podcast. I do reflection questions each new moon. I do a bunch of stuff like that. Again, this is all to help raise your awareness. Am I on the right path? Is what I'm doing, does it make sense, right? Or am I too ambitious here? Is it too good to be true, right? So just keep an eye out on that, and it's a really big reality check for you guys, all right? And the last one, Pluto retrograde. Pluto, the little planet, focusing on transformation and rebirth. Pluto, it's been in retrograde since May 1st, 
and it's going to continue in Capricorn until October 10th. So we have about a couple weeks left, right? So when this goes in the retrograde, it goes in the retrograde every year, and it usually lasts for five to six months. So again, this is a theme with the outer planets, Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus. It goes in the retrograde every year for about five, six months, a half year, right? So there's been controversy with Pluto, right? Because is it a planet? Is it not? I believe it is. Scorpio rules Pluto. It's ruled by, you know, Pluto is ruled by transformation, rebirth, right? It's a cycle. We transform, we learn something new, we either take that and evolve or we start over, right? And that's what Pluto does. It's very intense for being a little planet. So the fact that it's in Capricorn, Capricorns are very driven, right? So when it comes to, you know, putting in work, when it comes to power, right? This is where Capricorns tend to, you know, have some flaws, right? Because Capricorns are very analytical and practical, not so much feeling based. They're more on practicality, right? So Capricorn is the opposite of Cancer. Cancers are all about intuition, feeling, nurturing, right? Capricorns are all about, all right, let's analyze the situation. Let's look at the logic here. Does it make sense? And the fact that it's an outer planet, we might feel like a lot of policies are leading towards that. So regardless of people's feelings, right, there's a lot of practicality and analytics that's that's driven this outer world right now, and it's affecting us. Capricorn is a cardinal energy. So for my cardinal signs, and my apologies, I totally forgot about this. For my Uranus, for my Neptune, sorry, my Neptune retrograde, Mutual energy. So Pisces, Virgo, Sag, and Gemini, you're going to feel Neptune's retrograde. For Pluto, it's cardinal energy. So for my Capricorns, my Cancers, my Libras, and my Aries, this is where you might feel this. So you might feel like outer policies or you might feel like practicality is taking over your life currently. So depending on where it is in your chart. So... However, Pluto is going to eventually go into Aquarius at the end of 2024. So this ends a 20-year chapter of Pluto in Capricorn. So think about the standards and the structure that has taken place over the past 20 years. When Pluto goes into Aquarius at the end of the year, it's going to be a big shift. There's going to be new policies. A big, a new change is in the horizon. And Aquarius energy usually involves humanitarianism work and also bigger picture and forward thinking. So just keep an eye out on that. So that concludes all seven planets that are in retrograde. So we talked about the ones that are done, Mercury and Venus. You guys might still feel Mercury energy because two weeks after it's done, we still might feel the after effects of it. We talked about Saturn retrograde, Uranus retrograde, Neptune, and Pluto. For my fixed and mutual signs, I wish you guys the best because, again, you're going to feel this. So for my mutual signs, like I've been saying, look to see where Virgo, Pisces, um, Sagittarius, and Gemini energy is in your chart. That's where you're going to feel. That's where you guys are going to feel Neptune's retrograde and also uh, and also Saturn's retrograde. So make sure I got that right. Yes. So Saturn and Neptune for my mutual energy. For my fixed energy, so myself, Taurus, Leo, Aquarius, and Scorpio, you get this is going to be a time period where you guys 
Jupiter retrograde, Uranus retrograde. So just keep an eye out on that, guys. So look where all this energy is in your chart because that's where you might feel all of these retrogrades. And again, when anything is in retrograde, do not panic. This is a great time for you guys to reflect and assess, okay, what is going on in my life? What have I learned these past couple months? You take those steps, you learn something new about yourself and you evolve. Hey everyone, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast so far. This is Josh, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend. As you guys know, in my previous episodes, I started doing astrology chart readings for people at Find Your Harmony Crystal Shop in Newark, Delaware. So if you guys are bored and want to get your chart read, as well as do get into tarot and buy some wonderful crystals, feel free to stop by Find Your Harmony at Newark, Delaware. Just do a quick Google search and it'll pop right up. It's an awesome crystal shop. And I will say it's been so helpful for me with expanding my spiritual practice. Terry is great and they have a wonderful environment there. So again, guys, check out Find Your Harmony in Newark, Delaware. I hope to see you guys soon. So for our last topic, we're going to do a tarot reading. I missed it so much. It's been a while since I've done this. You guys know for weekly tarot, I always pluck three cards. And uh, this is just energy we should expect this week. So my question for my ancestors. First, I want to say thank you, ancestors, for giving me this opportunity to connect with you guys and also have you guys help my podcast listeners. It really means a lot to me. And when it comes to my question I have for you guys, it's very simple. What energy should me and my podcast listeners expect for this upcoming week? So the week of September 24th on, what energy should I expect? So I'm going to do a couple more shuffles by the mic so that way you guys can see me shuffle. You guys don't make fun of my shuffling because, again, like everyone has their style. All right. This one stood out to me. Put that down. Two and three. All right. So now that we pulled three cards, let's get started with today's reading. So the first one we got, we got the hanged man, but it is upside down. So if you guys can see from my podcast listeners. So we're going to read the hanged man. It's a major arcana card. It is, I believe, if I know my Roman numerals right, it is number 12, yes. So the hanged man, letting go, sacrificing, pausing to reflect, contemplation. This card represents the waiting game that is an often part of life progression. Although we are rarely happy about being stuck in limbo, there are times when nothing else can be done, and we are forced to be still. This often requires the sacrifice of people and things that we would rather hold on to. The hanged man wants you to know that sometimes we have to accept the loss for a greater good. Acceptance and letting go are key if you want to move forward. The hanged man is also a card of change and metamorphosis. Just as butterflies wrap themselves in a cocoon during their rebirth process, we must also take time away to renew our minds and spirit. So when it comes to this week, 
we need to take some time, you know, to <clears throat> let go, do some inner work. And the fact that it's upside down tells me that this could be something we're struggling with currently, or it could be something that we might struggle with this week is being able to let go, right? Because when it's up, when it's upright, it's easier to let go. But when it comes to it being upside down, it's going to be challenging with letting go whatever it is that is service, servicing us, right? Giving ourselves a, a break, giving ourselves a time to reflect on what is going on. So that's a really good first card. Do not be so scared of the hanged man. So the next one we got, we got the Ace of Pentacles. So I will show you guys what it looks like. This is the first time I've ever gotten this card in a reading. So Ace of Pentacles, I don't know if you guys can see it. I apologize for my listeners, but it's pretty much you have a hand holding a pentacle in the sky. So Ace of Pentacles, new beginnings, prosperity, abundance. If the Ace of Pentacles is a part of your reading, you're in luck. Many people think of the Ace of Pentacles as a lottery card. However, it's in essence is much important than that. Representing both good fortune and new beginnings, this card tells you that now is the time to move forward with your plans and ambitions. Whether it be money, love, health, or career, you can have what you desire. Keep in mind, though, the Ace of Pentacles is also a card of groundedness and stability. So just like any seed that you receive, you must water and nurture your gift. When this card arrives, prepare yourself to walk the path to success that is presenting itself. So the Ace of Pentacles. So this is a new beginning, right? So it seems to me your first card, right? You're taking time to reflect on what's going on, giving yourself a break. And then all of a sudden, a new opportunity presents itself, right? Prosperity, abundance. So depending on where it is in your life, you know, just be aware of that. So this is a good sign. If you take the time to reflect, new beginnings are on the horizon. And the last card we got is the Ten of Wands. So to visualize this photo, you have a person that's holding together ten wands that are all bunched up. He looks like he's struggling, and there's also like little birds on top of it. So, Ten of Wands represents overextending, feeling burden, responsibility. The Ten of Wands symbolizes what it truly feels like to carry a heavy burden. Whether it's physical, financial, emotional, or spiritual, having too much on your plate can lead to an existence that seems more like a burden than a blessing. Many of us people-pleasers by nature. We take on too many projects and tasks because we feel guilty when saying no or I can't. The Ten of Wands warns us against this bad habit. Although helping others is, no, is noble, extending yourself financially, emotionally, or physically in the name of helping can be toxic. If this card has appeared in your reading, take a hard look at where your time and energy are being focused. And this is something to keep an eye on. So I'm going to reverse the order because I feel like this reading is telling us a story, right? It, I feel like this is the order. So this first card, right, you have 10 of wands. This is telling us, right, that we might be overburdened or we might have too much responsibilities on our plate. And it could feel like a burden instead of a blessing. So keep an eye on that. Take some time to reflect. What is it that I'm doing? Do I need to take a step back from currently what's going on? Do I need to be able to say no to certain people, right? The hanged man is telling us letting go of these burdens, right? 
So whatever you feel in that head, that internal conflict going on, take some time to reflect, stay still, relax, take a deep breath, right? And reflect, journal. What is it that is affecting you right now? What are you learning from this experience? And then if you take these steps, there's new opportunities and a horizon that's waiting for you, an abundance of opportunity. So this seems like a wonderful week to just reflect, give yourself time, give yourself some space, slow down. You are on a right path and reflect on those burdens. All right. So I want to I want to hear some reflections. Okay, it would really mean a let me know. Shoot an email to the podcast. I will be more than happy to read your story if that's something you guys are comfortable with. But when it comes to today's podcast, that is pretty much it. So we talked about life updates, times of reflection. We talked about retrograde planets, things to learn during retrograde, and also did our weekly tarot reading. So thank you guys for a wonderful podcast. This is host of Your Spiritual Best Friend. I hope to see you guys next week. I am excited. I have some really cool topics in store for you guys. But have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Stay safe. And this is Josh officially signing off. Well, would you look at that? You guys made it to the end of the podcast. If you guys love the podcast overall, please drop a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Your ratings would really help boost the podcast overall. So again, if you guys are loving the podcast, follow me on my socials too, at Your Spiritual BFF. You just search that and I'm all over social media. But I hope to hear you guys soon. And I'm glad you guys enjoyed the podcast.